Welcome to Probing Deeper, your Patreon-exclusive episode, Numero Doso, for December 2019. Today we're probing deeper into David Wilcox's newest movie documentary about himself. The Cosmic Secret, released November 19th, 2019. Where are we going? Who are we? And who do we pork? To get in on some of this space erotica. Hard face. <laughs> <laughs> I am mentally, physically charged, but mentally exhausted. Yes, I'm ready for, I'm ready for tomorrow morning to be over. Mm-hmm. I think. Now, why is that? Uh, just with work stuff, we have things that have to all launch tomorrow. Yeah, and then once that's everything's coasting, yeah. then it's like okay, it'll all go back to normal. Now, are you going to wake up early to? edge your penis off your balls mm-hmm. and then as soon as the sign off happens you're just gonna yeah go finish to your favorite type of scene hard release yes, yes. <laughs> trans pool party yeah. i mean uh massage uh <laughs> trans there, but <laughs> i did see it like, there was some tosh.0 thing a while ago because they'll just share you know funny things and, mm. and uh <laughs> it was like uh, I wish I had this dude's confidence or something, and it was like a like a FedEx guy or delivery guy in New York, or sorry, it was an Uber driver that said uh, on his heads up display thing in the center oh. of his car, <laughs> it said like two hung chi males bareback, you know, lucky dude or something like that. So he's like <laughs> watching it on the sound on system the- in his car. Right, right, right. Yeah, probably watching, and then the Bluetooth connected the audio or yeah. something, and then pulled in the feed. <laughs> I learned that was a thing in like my old, uh, not old, but my Ford Focus. That was the first car that had one of those, like a oh, touchscreen thing. In inter- like, because I would, I'd be like, be watching a YouTube video, and then it's right. like, my, why, why isn't my fucking podcast yeah. going like yeah. auto starting? And it would because it was still hooked up to the YouTube app, which I, was cool. I've I was had like, that, or just actual websites where right. it's like start just blasting something, yeah, picking like, up the sound Christ. or an ad from it yeah, or something. Yeah. It's weird, but. Um, anyway, but yeah, it's, uh, this was a, uh, two hour and 10 minute movie with constant, like 10 minute segments almost yes. like it bounced around so much yeah. that I don't even know what I, I genuinely don't know what the point of this movie was. It didn't actually seem much different than above majestic his previous work. Right. That right. We... Just the shitty cut. Uh, that you know, obviously, you patrons know was our first Patreon episode ever, but um, that was just, I guess, it was. I mean, I could argue it was more specific, but it really wasn't because that bounced around, yeah. like you just said, just as right. much, but it had just at least a different framework. This is to say that you're talking about the cosmic secret, right? Um, it really, and and then you have people on that directed it uh, and wrote it with you as David Wilcock and Corey Good did, uh, who are selling things is that's like, I mean, as we, as we dive into it, I'm trying to, I want to try to not just be dismissive because he's David Wilcock yeah, or because I just don't believe something they're saying or whatever. I'm right, trying right, right. to have an open mind to it, have an open mind because at its core, this is a two-hour and ten-minute, and David Wilcox's career really is, to be fair to him, trying to spread positivity, right. a positive consciousness movement, consciousness of consciousness, consciousness, consciousness. slash 
spiritual evolution movement. Because uh, that's real section. It's yeah. confidence in exactly. yourself. Right. Um, but, uh, and pasties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's like, so it's like there's nothing wrong with what he's trying to do, but that's what makes all of the pockmarks in this, in what he sees as this like perfect message. Well, it's almost so like, much more gross. Right. Cause it's like, is he really doing that or does he know that's what it sounds good, but then he's still actually a creep. Right. So he's using this as a message, but right. genuinely still creepy. I don't know. And there's a big part of it for me is as, as I was looking through his Twitter before we decided to do this today, I showed Steve another Steve uh, on yeah. David Wilcox's uh, feed, Steven Tyler, yeah. because they, ju- they just had some Hollywood party that was a costume party that's too close to Halloween, or why are you having a costume party in December but, or yeah, something? Yeah, I was going to say, it's like far enough away to be weird. Where Wilcox dressed up as, apparently as Austin Powers, but only in the outfit, not in a wig or hair color or glasses or anything else. Right, just um, the shirt. But he had pictures with he and his wife and Steven Tyler. Uh, he and Steven Tyler and... Uh, some uh, who the fuck was it? It was not like Chubby Checker, but some yeah, yeah. some old musician or something yeah. like that. Um, so because he's in or or a satellite around these Holly this Hollywood elite or old yeah washed up Hollywood elite or something, it that's where it's like how corrupt is this? Is he is he so smart and so devious that he's building a career around new age? religion basically yeah consciousness evolution and all that stuff because because celebrities for the most part have always stereotypically been into that stuff and they're the ones who can fund you the most or get you in with the producer like even the people you don't even know who are famous but have a shitload of money because of the industry like right oh he'll be your private guru for ten thousand dollars a session exactly right and you need two hour sessions right and i think that the there, the end of this actually had the most interesting stuff because it was the most specific. Right. Was about the uh, this theory that Jesus, Jesus's, um, uh, not prophecies, Jesus's spe- whatever speakings about right, right. reincarnation were a huge part of what was taken out before three twenty five A D when the New Testament was supposedly right. put together and produced, and so uh, and so this whole kind of conspiracy against Jesus with bad aliens and this and whatever. Uh, and basically that the ascension to heaven is an ascension to a new evolution of your soul and the freedom of a corporeal body, yeah. and which is heaven or nirvana or whatever these things are. Um, that was kind of interesting, but it was like, even still, that's not much that we hadn't heard of on Ancient Aliens itself. Yeah, Almost nothing on this was any any new information that hasn't been explored on Ancient Aliens. Right. Um, it, uh, I mean... The fucking the entire so we'll get into it more, but I, let's just start back. Let's just yeah. let's just go say, in order more because otherwise thing, just, yeah, I'm gonna go. get as pinball brained as yeah. this uh, yeah movie was. So, so it starts so. off with circles that yes. are actually elongated tubes mm-hmm. out of flesh, uh, That's right. and it just kind of like keeps lighting up. And everything in this in this movie yeah. is like. Oh, you think it's this? Now it turns, and now it's yes. that. Then it's this, like the floating that's body. A good point. <laughs> like now, boom, boom, and like that's yeah. all their like yeah. sequences. Yes. So it starts off with a sweet baby uh, Will Cocky. Yes. Five years Re- old. Really weird 
dramatizations in this because yes. they're so modern looking. Right. It's like like even Ghost Adventures tries to like if somebody says back in the seventies, right? I encountered and they're showing his. You know, Zach is talking over this or the yeah. person getting interviewed. Yeah, they're <laughs> disco like dance. Disco, Steve was yeah. just doing the <laughs> yeah. two hand <laughs> dicks to your mouth disco exactly. dancing. Uh, two <laughs> lucky hunks or whatever the, fuck. <laughs> the old two spew. Yeah. Uh, no, they at least try to do like like period looking clothing and environment right, sort right. of even if it's shitty yeah this is you just know, like blood just <laughs> ooze on the like, crotch when i was five years old and they show this blonde kid who has like an attractive latina mom coming yeah, up to him that was dressed weird. dressed very modern with modern for who my family appliances was because he kept alluding to his <laughs> yeah. family being royalty right. and famous and like having some lineage yeah he apparently the wilcox are uh british era long time british aristocracy yeah um, but yeah, he, yeah, he will continue. He, uh, yeah. his visions or whatever. Yeah. So he, he has contacts with this old man, yes. which is an oil painting that right. they then like animate. Yes. And it's very weird. It's very Tim and Eric awesome show. Great job yeah. style. Yeah. And, and it just looks like a painting of God. Right. Like a classic, like Renaissance yeah, 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 painting yeah. of God or some, or Noah or Moses just or something. Some, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then. He has like these visions, which are terrifying, but it's like yeah. sacred geometry and like all these things. Yeah. And then he like sees his body leaving right. and like going down the stairs flat. And it's like it's a, a kid. It's a kid. Sh- it's a classic kid shaped, kind of like the alien dad from that show, Out of This World, that was on in the mm. in the late eighties about the girl who was a half alien, half human, right, right, and she could stop time by putting her fingers together or whatever. I, totally I used to love that show. that show. But, yeah. but her dad appear when her her alien dad w- would appear. He would appear in a humanoid shape, right. but blue screened with just stars and black right, space right, right, inside right, him. Right. <laughs> and this was hey, the same thing. Go? <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby, come on. Uh, but uh, yeah, he. The it, yeah the it, this again very Tim and Eric like a floating child and it's like changing yeah. angles and <laughs> and camera angles going downstairs and the body changes and it's yeah. just a static picture that's moving yeah he just wanted to get outside of his body again to this old man to where right. he could talk to him because the old man made him feel safe even though the experience was scary like yeah. he had well, this desire like almost two two different things where it was like something with the old man and something with the shapes yes but the shapes were bad but this old man visions was good. of an old man yeah. Injecting with, him with, with these DNA hot dog <laughs> with these oh, oh dogs, <laughs> cock dogs with these hot dog shaped ships. Yeah, coming out. It's a lot of a lot of Freudian stuff yeah, in here. A lot of stuff to <laughs> right off the bat. Which I to I mean to the extent that I was like, was he getting molested as a kid, and this right. is his Way traumatic, up. you know, uh, yeah. uh, defense mechanism or something, yeah. you know? But because because they do bring up. The visions of getting shot up with alien DNA and that with, yeah and, virus delivery systems for DNA changes in him right. later in his childhood, which is kind of similar to like a CRISPR almost. Yes, uh, exactly. So then he he does that, and then he and then that's when he talks about his family lineage and how he actually already has alien DNA, right. so it's easier for him to absorb even more or yes. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then it just kind of drives off a cliff. After yeah, that's this. like the in, like, that's like the intro where it seems like it's going to be this personal story or whatever. Right. But and and this like everything now with Wilcock and some of these other ancient astronaut theorist guys, their their efforts are these grandiose, but hyper and therefore overly specific um, information dumps where right. it's like. Ugh, they're they're tr- they they think and that that's the shitty part is that even if they don't think they think this, 
the less intelligent you are, then the more information that comes out, you just start going, oh, okay, okay, and then yeah. what, you know what I mean? I mean, they sound very confident, and they're laying out facts, yes. so this must be right. Right. People are, I, I mean, this sounds shitty and narcissistic of us, too, but, like, when people classically have always, you know, me and Steve will go off on some rant while we're at a fucking party Somewhere. or brewery or yeah. work or something, and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, how did you know all this stuff? And da, da, da. and it's like, you just fucking read Wikipedia or watch docu- like watch something right, sometimes, right. right, or just like learning, but... Yeah. To, there's so many people that can be intelligent, really intelligent about certain things, but when it comes to just like keeping facts going, putting putting critically thinking, basically, right? The, because David Wilcock and Corey Good and these guys are good critical thinkers, I think they, again, consciously or subconsciously or unconsciously, use it for bad. They use it to manipulate as opposed to to educate. Right. Even though I think in in their heart of hearts they are trying. I don't think they're. Malen- you know, the Bikram right, yoga right. dude who's trying to fucking fuck chicks or whatever, right? right? right. Like, I mean, maybe they are, but may, or may, maybe that's a, maybe that's a nice side bonus. But that's I think that they are obsessive about this shit, right? Right, and to the point of maybe being a little insane about it. Well, too, and I but. think they've had so many people tell them stories and mm-hmm. have this inside information that they've built this world that they're now describing. That's what I want to talk to you about too. Is yeah, how, like how does this? How does this much information and confidence form is it really just the sharing of stories yeah, I for mean, years and years and years be, because they don't space. even reference anything at this point they just right. speak like it's so factual mm-hmm. like yes the declaration of independence was signed on 4th of July why do i need to say that right. i just need to say it was signed and then the forefathers did it like yeah. they're speaking at that level of like well grammaticus too and then that right. flew over and then that of course blew up right. because then we get into how Mars and there's a planet between Mars were mm, Earth-like, mm-hmm. and then they flew in a moon. Yeah, and the moon is actually not our moon, but that I think I'm that's pretty. After sh- I'm all pretty the, sure I can Mars keep it stuff. all straight. But I yeah, think- but on on the pre on the point we we're just talking about though, like yeah, I think like for most people, this kind of stuff happens naturally. Like we're into fucking comics and nerd culture, yeah. whatever. It's like you and I have been going to Comic Con forever. <clears throat> yeah, and I think that like let's just say the comic world or the media world. It's like oh well. I guess that when you're talking to even random strangers in a line, you're all you've all been having similar conversations in your very separate lives, but then a shorthand starts to evolve that when you go, I mean, you know, so like, you know, post Adamantium Wolverine when he has the right. bones that are, and you're like, Oh yeah, even if you don't read like Wolver you know, Wolverine right, Comics, right. X Men, you know that that was a thing as a yeah. as a as a major node in the evolve evolving X Men comics right, or something, right? right? And so, but there's so many sh- fucking things involved evolve, involved in that where right. you might, you know, this person might have only seen the movies. This person might have only loved the cartoon. Right. This person might only read the comics. And yeah. then there's a bunch of people that had a little bit of all of them. So X-Men they all get. 2021. So they all get what's going on with Wolverine's bone claws versus his adamantium covered bone claws. Right. So, uh, it's, and that's like such a hyper specific thing. And if you sound confident, but then none of those people are thinking, we should teach the world about adamantium well, bone claws in this period, yeah. and what and take advantage of non comic book goers by, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, they're it's not going to fact check me. I can make up anything I want right. about Wolverine. It's and just information. Wolverine. Yeah, exactly. It's like they're not going to take advantage of anything. It's just to have a fun conversation about right. literature that they like. So uh, this is different. So I wanted to give a little background about Corey Good. We've kind of mentioned right. him on the show, but like Corey Good is Wilcox's source of information. Wilcox seems to only be the like the MC kind of to this whole circus that he is creating yeah. around him. And obviously he he needs to make sure that 
everyone knows he has kind of special powers. Or, and even though, again, the classic narcissistic thing, oh, I'm no one special, humble brag, humble brag, humble brag, right. humble brag. Here's all this other shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm a royalty with alien DNA right. that has connections to this and can but leave my body. So are lots of people. Yeah. Lots of people are empaths like me. Lots of people are this, that, and the other, right. whatever. Like, um, It's just this schmarmy um, air about how he explains everything. The, you know, false humility is like, more, yeah, just yeah, so yeah. disgusting, Insane. right? Yeah. It's like one of the most er- like cringing, cringeworthy things. Right. And quick side note: this fucker has, since we've seen him last at Contact in the Desert, capped all of his teeth. Yeah. It was so distracting. With very, very nice, like probably yeah. 4K cameras or whatever, very brightly lit, <laughs> probably up room in his house. I would yeah, guess. Full chomps. Um. He. Yeah. His fucking chompers are like, like I was saying, like like the mask level, like when the green mask is yeah. on Jim Carrey, like it's fucking insane. These perfect horizontal lines top and bottom teeth that are just like anime cartoon teeth yeah. it's fucking crazy i mean he did say smoking a couple times yeah, and kind of winked at the camera which is a little weird yeah but, yeah um you know i mean i thought he did it well then some he, people think it's spooky but okay. i know <laughs> and then he had a yellow like zoot suit hat on you could see the uh, collar yeah yeah, yeah. inspired at least exactly. by the suit yeah and then it was blurred out but in the background by his weird geometric paintings and stuff yeah. was a fedora and a red tie yes, hanging on yeah. his coat rack. But it was blurred yeah. out. He just wanted a little nod. And he had a Cameron Diaz uh, real doll just sitting in a red right. dress. Yeah. But the curvier Cameron Diaz his wife, before she lost a lot of His wife, him. kind of in the Cameron Diaz style yeah. camp, too. Yeah, so, um, But again, so he, not to jump too <laughs> far forward, but he's talking about ascending and like consciousness. So it's again, like, why are you so vain? Right. And then why are you so obsessed that with pain? That was my exact point. Where it was like, you shouldn't be getting these chompers. You should be right. focused on right. the spiritual world. He, and that's he literally has ombreed his hair, too. Like, he's gotten yeah. either he either he naturally has dark hair and has always dyed it, but I think he's a natural blonde. Yeah. Well, only he the has, pubes will tell. He has darkened the roots of his hair to black. Yeah. So he does, like, at first glance, you're like, oh, it's just kind of a classic Wilcock. But it's like, no. Right. he <laughs> He's going slightly bald or not, like, crazy right. bald, but, and like, almost thinning gray. a little bit. And yeah. he's because he has well because he has the ombre like mm. dark roots dyed at the base of his skull, and then an inch or so uh, after that he has bleach platinum blonde almost gray right like Level streaks hair. in his hair, and yeah. so it's yeah. a very like Courtney love. And he has um, he looks skinnier than actually he was even at contact. Like he's lost a bunch of weight or something. Yeah. At contact, he kind of looked like he was trying to show off so that he was like getting buff or something right. like that. But um, <laughs> oh shit, sorry. But I uh, cough like more into uh, the mic. <laughs> oh, barf. Uh, but he uh, now is kind of doing a weird. Either it's natural and he used to straighten it, but he's kind of waving his hair, like feathering his hair on the sides, just enough where you're like, "Come on, dude!" But it's like you're seeing the evolution, like you were saying before, of a new age guru, right? right. A new age cult leader under the guise of positivity and and you know that's the kind of gross thing too is that if you're spreading a message purely of positivity, whenever anyone criticizes you, you now they then look like the enemy of positivity. It's like right, it's right. a battle you can't win. Right, so right. oh, you're oh, critical you of, of those lizard people that we right. hear so much about. You're critical of me wanting to just everyone to unite with each other with love and uh, understanding and compassion and yeah. empathy. You're a fucking scumbag, you know. And it's like that's not, it's yeah. not because and and again, skipping ahead a little bit, like or but on the same point, the through line of the 
35 religious figures or religions that he says all mirror exactly what each other, you know, Jesus and Zoroastrian, like what everyone's saying, which is that this ascension is coming at this kind of certain time in a similar way where the solar flash is going to happen. Um, none of those people, none of them became prophets and then profited off of being a prophet. Right. They were there because it was a mission from some higher purpose. Yeah. So Wilcock and Corey Good and these other assholes on here are trying to act like they're just part of this mission to do this, and yet you have to buy this video. Right. You got to buy their books. Got to support me. Corey Good sells. He just he literally put. If you look at his Twitter, uh, he posted uh, a Christmas deal on his like remote viewing fucking higher consciousness meditation thing or whatever. It's like, and believe me, we're all. I'm you know I'm all for selling what you're good at, but. When what you're good at apparently is uniting humanity in positivity, right. that is, you shouldn't be profiting off that because what you're promoting should profit everyone equally, including you. Right, right. You know, so that's, but then they'll argue they need the money so they can go out there and actually run ads and, exactly. and get it promoted and do all the things. Right. So it is this balance of like like the church, right? It's like, oh, these fucking people who have... You know, these cathedrals and everything's gold and right. everything's the best and there are lower people. It's like, right. that's not what the point of the church is, but then that's clearly what they're doing. So it's this exactly. weird balance of how much money is enough right. and then how much right. should you really be just talking about ascending right. and vibrating up. And I think whatever. and I think that for David Wilcock, at least, Corey Good's a little bit more of a mystery, I guess, but uh, also just seems like a like the true sociopath of them. Like, yeah. But... Um, to the point where actually he might be the guy behind the scenes controlling all of this. And again, Wilcox, the face man, even though he's kind of a face man too, but he's a much more boring, less, less dynamic individual than Wilcox is. But, um, but yeah, it's like this whole thing is just seemingly to prove that, well, now that a tip and you know, the, uh, for the, to the stars Academy has their Tom DeLong, I've got my Corey good. And I got you, I need you to know who he is and who I am. And like, Corey, making, good boy. Yeah, making making him like like standing his ground and flexing a little bit. Right. Like because as we saw, um, and as you patrons likely heard when we went over his lectures at Contact in the Desert, he is very critical of DeLong yeah, and yeah. thinks that he's a, a shill being used for his celebrity and money <laughs> and, that and he pop should reach out to and, Wilcock and he, Wilcock right. will just help him guide him exactly. through like this whole ordeal and, right. and how to deal with, you know, having a another show yes. have a billion like million dollar uh you know group be able right. to work with skunk he'll right. guide him on how to deal with all that because he's done all that exactly which he hasn't and, done shit and uh and that's what's crazy too is that tom DeLong, if anything has been through far more hollywood bullshit than wilcock because right. he actually had a very mass market successful music career yeah. so see that um, that's yeah. a sign of the illuminati right <laughs> yeah, playing on stage <laughs> or the amp or whatever yeah, yeah. oh yeah you're right yeah, yeah. um but yeah, and, and I don't know if I think you were taking a piss at the very end, uh-huh. but he got everything got very galactic daddy. Oh, yes. And like, we are here to help and yep. we're all going to move up. Yep. And like, it just got very weird. Yeah. It's again, so it's like the message of this, there's nothing wrong with it. It's the 99% of everything else surrounding it. So we'll got, we got to start off with who Corey Good is. So, uh, and I didn't know some of this stuff about him, but uh, because he literally uh, wrote, co wrote, and directed this film. Mm-hmm. Um, he, everyone, but, but Wilcock on this is very David, uh, Jason Martell ish. Right. Very fake sounding, very 
uh, calculated, very rehearsed sounding, which leads me to believe there's a lot of bullshit in there. Yeah. Because as we were talking about on the last, like, Probing Ancient Aliens, like, when people uh, are lying or making up a memory of something, they are more calculated, but at the same time, there's more ums and pauses and whatever, and they're not emotional pauses like tearing up or, you know, going through some traumatic event. Because when something actually happened, your brain's memory, like, does not degrade as much as when you've made up a story all of our memories degrade a bit but like when you've made up something or you're adding things to it or you're taking real things but mixing up the order to manipulate right that's where you get and yes um i perceived that da 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 and we've heard other people you know yeah i perceived that when this <laughs> yeah. car was turning left <laughs> i perceived myself going yeah. it's just it's all this right, very right. It's, law, it's lawyer speak right yeah. it's be it's very careful and, and calculated so Corey good who is the owner and proprietor of the Sphere Being Alliance, um, uh, his about Corey section, and I'll read it. It'll be it'll be a little long, but bear with me here because it's very interesting. Identified as an intuitive empath, or IE, Corey Good was recruited through one of the MyLab programs at the young age of six. M I L A B. MyLab is a term coined for the military abduction of a person that indoctrinates and trains them. I think it actually is my little anal boys. I think so it is. he was Again, really touched. this could yeah. all just be trauma defense mechanisms. Yes. So, um, uh, and trains them for any number of military black ops programs. So, A, there are child-based military black ops yeah. programs in America, condoned. Yeah. Violating child labor laws. Yes. Um, and so, good trained and served in the MyLab program from 1976 to 1986-87. Apparently, he doesn't remember when he was done. Yeah. Toward the end of his time at MyLab, he was assigned to fill an intuitive empath support role for a rotating Earth delegate seat, shared by secret Earth government groups, in parentheses, in a, quote, human-type ET super federation, all one word with the F capitalized, council. Goods, i.e. abilities, played an important role in communicating with, or, quote, interfacing with, non-terrestrial beings as part of one of uh part of one of the secret space programs or ssp which they mention in this like right off the bat he's like when i was involved in ssps i was doing this right. and da, da, da. so during his 20 year service this, oh yeah this is the five and back guy yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. i forgot about that or 20 and back 20 that's what back, it was yeah. during his 20 year service he had a variety of experiences and assignments including the intruder intercept interrogation program Assignment to the ASSR, or Auxiliary Specialized Space Research Group. Ass ramming. The SRV, or Interstellar Class Vessel. Why does SRV not stand for ICV? I don't know. Uh, And much more. This all occurred, oh, in a 20 and back agreement from 1986 to 2007. So, with recall work continuing up to the present day. Right. Good now works in the information. It's almost over. Good now works in the information technology and communications industry, with twenty years experience in hardware and software virtualization, physical and IT security, counter electronic surveillance, risk assessment, and executive protection, and served in the Texas Army State Guard from two thousand seven to two thousand twelve. C four I or Command Control Communications Computations and Intelligence. The time in the Texas military forces was unrelated to the secret space program service. Okay. Good continues his work, his IE work now. Again, his, what is it? Internal uh, intuitive empath uh, work now and remains in direct physical contact with the blue avians. So these are blue right. bird-like humanoids who, and, and 
let me try to finish this. Correct me if I'm wrong afterwards. The blue avian race that he communicates with are uh, much later evolved aliens that originally settled Tiamat and Mars, who part of them came to Earth when Tiamat and Mars had an extinction event because of the solar flare. And the blue avians survived, and, and so humans, for some reason, humanoid alien, aliens turned into bird-like aliens. Um, and this is and they got all their shit from mimicking a two-billion-year-old mysterious builder race of aliens to which all aliens in our galaxy are mimicking technology, structures, right. pyramids, Where all that stuff. did you learn your shit? Right. <laughs> um, uh, and so, sounds close enough. Yeah, and so... <laughs> Um, uh, and so the blue av- avians are part of the sphere being alliance. So Corey good claims to be not only part of all this hyper deep access government shit. Right. When, when you see this fucking guy, this is not the, this is not a human being who was indoctrinated, was abducted as a child, right. indoctrinated and now released to the world. Now you could argue that. He's allowed to talk about this because he just seems crazy. Right. So it's it's self-limiting to the government and the average person. Yeah. But there's no fucking way if this existed, he would be allowed to talk All about this, this shit. Yeah. To have the haircut that he has because he has the like the the ultimate porn doctor haircut. The right. wavy is it wavy? Is it curly? What kind and how much grease do you use to keep it back in a non mullet? Like right, right. it's the non mullet, curly haired, wavy haired. Jerry, almost Jerry Curl level, yes, classic 80s movie Italian mafia goon haircut. Yeah. I, I, to this day, I don't know how anyone does this haircut. I guess maybe it's good. Right. Like, is it Corey? But it's Corey good. (laughs) Isn't that good? Uh, It's Corey good. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, uh, real quick, the end here. Uh, still in contact with the blue avians, uh, direct physical contact, he says. Maybe he's fucking them. Uh, and who have chosen him as a delegate to interface with multiple extraterrestrial federations and councils on their behalf, liaison with the Secret Space Program Alliance Council, and deliver important messages to humanity. So, all all cult leaders, to which Corey Good and Dave Wilcock are kind of on their way to becoming, um, all cult leaders, all gurus, all whatever, all have one thing in common, which is... I am special, and here's why, and that's why you should listen to me. Right. And so this is that's where that's and if you want to be saved and ascend, right, you need to continue to listen. Right. I am one of the people that we read about in history or mythology or religious texts. Yeah. Um, you want to be on the ground floor? Exactly. Come right. Talk to me right now. Right. And so, uh, but yeah, that is that's um, uh, from sphereBeingAlliance.com slash about dash me. So it's from his own website in his own words, um, and you know it's promoting his books. Um, he has you know blogs about the Mandela effect. They talked about in this episode, right. whatever. Um, but so I need I needed everyone to know about him because this entire project more seems like his baby even than David Wilcock. And David Wilcock, just the face guy, because yeah. he, I mean, Corey Good has a lot of followers and stuff too, but they're definitely this dynamic duo, even to the point of like, it must, it's like great marketing to have the hyper blonde guy versus the more like, uh, uh, like, uh, Latin Italian, yeah. Middle Eastern looking brunette dude or whatever. And who's the guy know? that they said I looked like? Was it this guy or no? Mm-mm. 
I always good. forget that guy's fucking yeah. name. He, but yeah, he's like a big because he's another military guy who's like, I yes. was in it. Now I'm out. Now I'm talking about it. Yes, and I think I, Wilcock was critical of him too, or something like that. No, or no, no, or no, no. He no. was one of his new guys. Exactly. That's right. Yeah, but yeah. but the other guy at Alien Con was critical of him. Yes, the guy who yes. looks like this. You're right. And yes, he has yeah, the yeah. glasses because and... the because the guy, the big liver lips dude, football player looking dude, he claims to. Uh, have, have medic- the medically base, treated right? people yeah. uh, for can you know cured cancer because of alien technology and this and all this bullshit. and he used to I think go to the moon all the time yes. to work or something. he was able to transport he's been a part of those like time slippage events where other people can't see like the shit that Dave Wilcox's wife talked about right, like right, other right. people can't see past this barrier but once you're past this invisible barrier of space time there's a pocket where yeah. there's ships and aliens and all this shit going on and whatever yeah. so um. But yeah, so Corey Good is uh, when I first we first barely started doing this show, I think, and I was like, we were on my uh, bachelor party, so only a few months into doing the show, we were yeah. on my bachelor party to Portland and Eugene, Oregon, going to a bunch of breweries and stuff, and I remember getting up uh, the first morning, Eugene, and like showering, shitting, whatever, yeah, and listening to uh, a very new. It was the first time I followed Dave Wilcock on Twitter. So then I saw his newest presentation thing with Corey Good, where he was interviewing him talk show style. Yeah, and that's where I was like, Corey Good was talking about how he goes to the moon bases all the time. Still, very specific descriptions of uh, the types of craft and transports they use. Um, and this was around the time that uh, he had a few months earlier, like they mentioned in the Cosmic Secret here, he had quote unquote released all those secret documents from the secret space programs about right. what the government currently is working with scientifically and you know energy wise and all that kind of shit so uh he is peppered throughout this thing and because he is the source of all this information and really everyone else is talking about it to the point where some of the people in this fucking doc in this whatever it is are quoting Corey good as if he didn't direct and write it like literally as if he's their spiritual leader now and scientific leader that one fucking new zealand guy who looks again like a fucking Porn doctor. He's an old man who has right. scraggly hair. He's been on Ancient Aliens once or twice. And he is talking, again, in a very measured tone, talking like this, and constantly just says, according to Corey Good, did right. it. And I'm like, and I'm I said, right. I said to Steve, like, it looks like he has a gun pointed to his head off camera. Right. You know, like, and so it's this whole. Corey is bae. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe whatever he say. Please have a good day. <laughs> this is the way of Bay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like the Mandalorian. Ma- yes. <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> uh, uh, quick side note for you patrons out there. If you look really closely at the opening scene of the new Netflix original Ryan Reynolds vehicle, Six Underground. Yeah. Uh, Which I try to watch. You can I you couldn't. can see my wife and I walking in the background of Florence. You can't actually see us. No, but yeah. we but we were watching some of those car scenes in the beginning. Right, right. Uh, Things uh, getting filmed, and they closed they closed down like half the streets surrounding right. the outside of the city. But anyway, yeah. uh, well, just like the movie Side Out, the classic hit volleyball movie from the eighties, uh, well, early nineties. Yeah, uh, I was there as well when they were filming one of the nice, night scenes. Nice. <laughs> you did the um, Back to the Future three, uh, <laughs> making yeah, the camera right. pan up. Yeah. <laughs> Point out my yeah. As we had just finished a nice family dinner. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was just because Michael Bay directed Six Underground. Right, right, right. But uh, um, anyway, 
uh, lost my. Oh, we were talking about Corey Goodshit. So yeah, all the other people on this um, documentary, at least at least a chunk of them, seem like Corey Good followers. Right. So it's not really. This isn't so much a documentary as, and I guess I guess to be fair, Wilcock just calls it his film. Right. So um, it is. It's a think piece for people that already think like them. Right. And yeah, just. Uh affirmation exactly yeah. like oh yes this is what i believe this is what i think yes because the mad russian weirdo guys in this too oh yes osmonagic yeah. yeah the bosnian badass himself yeah. talking about there's probably at least half a billion half a million pyramids oh yeah because i forget then it right goes into now. pyramid t- like i said like it literally yeah. jumps all mm-hmm. over the place and and again none of it is all of the concepts in this like every single one are something that has been covered by Ancient Aliens of the Show, A Billion Podcasts, George Norrie episodes, I'm sure, of yeah. Coast to Coast. Um, it's just that every single one, but what's David and Corey's take on this? Right, right. You know, and, and they're connecting it in the same, but I think to them, even deeper, more right. intimate, more specific ways. Yeah. We're going where the History Channel will not let us go. It, that Yeah, that is the perfect way, like... And not in a mean way, because obviously he likes the exposure, but yeah. like that is the perfect way of like this is this is us uncensored and my right, you know. Right. But I also understand now why for the longest time in the early seasons of Ancient Aliens, his his um little uh little crawl on the bottom, his his accolades were uh his book The Ascension Mysteries. And I'm sure in the I'm, I feel like if I went back and read The Ascension Mysteries, the entire third act would just be the Ascension Mysteries book right. shit, which is Jesus and other religions all talking about what is the rapture and ascending and reincarnation right. and the soul and all that kind of stuff. So, um, but yeah, they're they consistently try, <laughs> kind of to be fair, they try in in that motivation of let's outdo ancient aliens and all these other things or Gaia or whatever to add a factoid, right? Add yeah. some sort of footnote that proves this or has a a real date or a real person or a real race of things or whatever but i think i well i know 90 percent of those are just stuff that Corey good has told them so right. you're basing this entire you're now even wilcock and other people are it's basing their entire yeah. yeah it's all based off this one guy meaning willingly or not they are in the cult of Corey good right you right, know right. so it's it's very strange and so the the movie is split up into three acts and they literally tell you act one <laughs> to act three yeah uh, I had to fight off falling asleep sometime, yeah, halfway through. Like yeah. about an hour in, I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I got to like adjust. Well, you were also crashing from that Yoohoo, the yeah, juice that box big that old, you had. Yeah, that, that corn syrup. <laughs> or a rush. milk box, I guess, yeah. Dairy, <laughs> somehow chemi- chemical dairy box. Yeah. Um, but, uh, <laughs> ooh, does baby ooh. want some of mommy's chemical dairy boxes? <laughs> I've been working out, so you should be in ooh. for a treat. Ooh, fat free meat and potatoes, mm, boys. Chocolate. <laughs> Uh, but uh, <laughs> all these chemical things, and then yeah. chocolate. <laughs> you know, chocolate. Uh, but uh, uh, the first act is basically the show Ancient Aliens, it, as filtered through Wilcock and Corey Good. Right. It's where, how did we get here? What are what yeah. what is our what are humanity's origins? Which is, in a nutshell, tying architecture that we are used to pyramids of all different types. 
to the universal race of aliens kind of thing right. that ancient aliens constantly does, right? Well, and how they split it up, and that's why there's step pyramids right. and smooth pyramids. And that's because one group got this part, yeah. one group got the other. Part. That's the little spec the specificity tweak they add to right. it. So it's not just that it was one race of aliens or one alliance of aliens around the whole world and the, the world grid and how right. is Teotihuacan the same as ancient Giza? You know, shit like that. Yeah, where yeah. it's like this is like they specifically go into for like fucking ten minutes about the the uh, Mars planet versus Mars moon Tiamat right um, races of people where literally as they're showing the CG of it Mars looks like Earth and Tiamat looks just like right. Earth which I don't know if there's a planet moon combo that's like that Identical. fucking anywhere yeah because I mean I guess they're both in the Goldilocks zone they're both I mean but it's it's fucking well, one's weird. orbiting like, the other like it's, right yeah so it's and like af- I mean they're both affecting each other I guess but still but yeah. I've, we I don't know I mean and maybe I mean it'd be cool I guess but I like I've never and I guess kudos to them for showing visually something that like Star Wars or Star Trek or none of our big sci-fi has ever shown which yeah. is a moon and a planet with like identical living conditions yeah. for the most part and so like a child like exactly yes yeah and so. Uh, and they talk about how there's, you know, that this is where the elongated skull people come from. They're the Martians, and that the um, the people on Tiamat are, you know, they all started as one core race from the planet, but the people on Tiamat have a slightly fucking smoother skull, and the people on the right. planet have a bump on it. And there's these, and they constantly talk about royal lineages, right? Um, and so, and how the, but then eventually the Tiamat Tiamatians and the Martians or whatever they were called. They call it like Monk Duke or something right. else because, uh, of course, he knows the name because he's talked to them. Um, they th- they would fight each other and try to sabotage each other and all this shit. And, uh, yeah. But eventually, they all kind of united um, in their escape from their planets, beca- the moon and the planet, because a gigantic solar flash happened from the sun, right? which destroyed the atmosphere and oxygen or whatever. So... They took three motherships to which which some asshole called the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Santa Maria. Um, took these three motherships to Earth because that was the closest fucking whatever. And, and it's so, like I still don't know how Earth didn't get blown up when Mars is further away. Exactly. Like, I guess As maybe if, it's where it is in the orbit and how right. targeted the blast. It must is, exactly. But, it must not have gotten the brunt of it or something. Right. They also and oh, this was the key thing too. He knows the specific quote-unquote fact that is that solar flare was actually caused by one of them because they were trying to destroy oh, yeah, the they other like one miscalculated and something. They, they picked the one incorrect time and did that and fucked everything right, and right, i'm like right. what like yeah. <laughs> it was actually a miscalculation and it caused the flare to go up if you and have if you have up. the power to send to use what they call the um, fuck the, the oh yeah the galactic web to use to where like dark matter and all the shit like exists the cosmic web sorry yeah if you have the power to manipulate that to remotely make the sun into a death star right do you need to go through all that effort to destroy a moon planet that's right next to you do you really or do you just send some nukes there and fuck things right, up right, right? right some photon torpedoes or something yeah. like again it's so overwrought it's so specific that it can't be true. And so, yeah. anyway, this is now Corey Good and Wilcox, hyper-specific, down to, the, land. down to the name of the races. This is their ancient astronaut theory origin of right. this is how Earth got any alien, let alone any other ones. Right. 
although they do, they do claim that the ancient builder race from two two billion years ago, which they date from these those little iron spherules that we just talked about from these certain ones that are found that have these. Oh, Three they must have been something. man-made because there was two parallel lines carved in them. Right. Like, oh, wow, how intricate and amazing. Yeah, two yeah. parallel lines? Yeah. Uh, like, <laughs> more than one, you're saying? Right. So you needed a race of beings so advanced that they had right. two straight edges yeah. and something harder than iron to carve into it, like a diamond or, or something. my dick. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding? And again, this is where... You got to keep the critical your critical mind up where it's yeah. like it's not like they said that oh we looked at these little spherules and under a microscope you could see over 300 trillion characters micro emblazoned right, right. with lasers over like it's not something amazing like that yeah it's just two parallel lines so anyway it's hematite or whatever they call yeah. it but uh so anyway they come to earth and this is like you were just saying they agree because the survivors are some of the Tiamatians and right. some of the Makdukes or the, the Martian mainlanders. Right, right. They agree to split up the world's continents in half, and some of them, half of them, got the the Americas, and for some reason, Eastern China, like Eastern, well, Eastern Asia, because Asia. Um, yeah, it's across the Pacific there. So, and that's yeah. just their way, I'm sure, right. of because they go. Oh, we're in Indonesia, and we're in this other place, and right. they have the stepped pyramid. Exactly. So that's probably their way of going. Well, they must have gotten Eastern Asia because right. they got the stepped pyramid. Yes. This, this all, almost all of Corey Good's shit seems like reverse engineered right. stories. So, um, so anyway, uh, and then the other half gets Africa and Europe. So, right. and Africa and Europe tends to have smooth, triangular, pointy right. periods. And everywhere else seems to have step periods, right? So pyramids. Um, what did I say? Periods. Oh, did I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just want my period all at once, Ugh. girls. If you could choose to have your whole period in just one day and get it over with, uh, would you? Would you? Okay, but I you would. have to sleep for like three hours. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, okay, and that's it. <laughs> and otherwise, you're in pain yeah. the whole twenty-one hours after. Um, but yeah, so that yeah, that was a big one. And so basically, and also remember that in this movie. Um, oh, and that, you know, sorry, those those guys all invented Atlantis, So, right. which was in Antarctica, because the, the crash-landed one, there was out of the Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa Maria, right. the crash-landed one was in Antarctica, right. whose western half was sunny and warm and had no snow well, on it at the time. Yeah, because then it's like the whole planet shifts and tilts. Yes. And that's why it like was warm, yes. and then something happened. Now There's no froze. evidence in the ice cores of Antarctica. Antarctica. No, Antarctica. Because he was almost retarded. Yeah. Because it was like Antarctica. Antarctica. Uh, that the 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 poles shifted no more than forty degrees, uh, almost immediately over half a day. And I'm like, okay, you had like a, a couple facts where I'm like, that's an interesting thing. If it's a fact that Western ice cores in Antarctica are only thousands of years old and Eastern are millions, that's right. cool. That's something yeah, to explore. Yeah. Um, and again, we know that the magnetic uh, poles can shift things, yeah. easily too, but they're talking about, uh, they're now tying into Graham Hancock timeline shit of the 12,800 12, to 11,600 right. timeline. So instead of the 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 torrid meteor stream, um, which I guess is those you know big plus size yes. curvy tit models, exactly. their bras that are just tits coming down, yeah. shooting the meat and potatoes through the sky. Right. Um, no, but uh, the torrid meteor stream causing a nuclear winter and causing the ice caps to melt, causing the great flood, having nothing to do with aliens technically. There, yeah. the, the the good and Wilcock version is 
um, that uh, they built Atlantis there, and another solar flash happens that tilts the Earth super hardcore with all of its debris and meteors and stuff. And within half a day, almost the entire population is wiped out, and yeah. we are now back to primitives. Well, and they so. also found... It's funny that it's half a day, but they found frozen waves. It, yes. Like, yeah, like oh, that's right. They kept pictures of, like, tube, like, yes. surf waves. Yes. And, like... They constantly mention, mentioned a flash freeze in yeah. certain parts right. of the world. Um, and they have, a, as you pointed out, a Mickey Rourke-style, Jeremy Corbell-style clone narrator. Yeah. China saw earthquakes as massive as a fart in church. Yeah. And then people died and... All the egg foo young blew up in their faces. <laughs> and they couldn't even become old. Right. <laughs> and even the Puerto Ricans stopped making tacos to piss off future tourists who thought they were just Mexicans, yeah. too. <laughs> and how could you not have an, a tortilla on this whole freaking island? That is insane. I was thinking about that this morning for some reason, <laughs> like brushing my teeth. Like, yeah. There's no goddamn tortillas yeah. this entire <laughs> Yeah, so long story short, I was in Puerto Rico with a friend and his dad, yeah. and his dad had a meltdown because he couldn't get a burrito or taco, and we yeah. had to explain to him, it's not Mexico, right. and he said, are you kidding me? There's not a tortilla on this right. whole freaking island? And like, no, <laughs> there's not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think yeah. the patrons know, because you've, you've mentioned I, that story maybe, before, yeah. but yeah. But, um, uh, but anyway, so... They're unifying the entire – oh, the whole other aspect of this is that those – the aliens from Mars and Tiamat were also master genetic farmers. And so yeah. they – and somehow this all gets to where not only were there these this one this one split race of you know aliens that are yeah. very similar to then 22 races of aliens that start coming in – and doing genetic form, well, I'm like, I don't know. I, ne- I don't. I didn't really understand the disconnect of how it got to where all those all, races started coming. Yeah, in. they like all descend. Well, because then they bring them back up later. How they'll descend to help us, like yes. when Earth blows up. They'll but, incarnate as humans to be part of the great experiment of yeah. the genetics of humanity and all this weird. And then shit there's like and, some weird thing where there's the uh, big like space stations guarding our universe, and that's why no aliens oh. have visited us. That yeah. So wait, is it the Martians or is it that? I think that was the was that the builders, the ancient builder race, or was I don't that because it showed them like blasting a spaceship as it was like right. trying to enter? Because they said they used like like the Tiamat and Martians, they used the cosmic web to do because that was the oh that was the shit that Corey Good released was worm that proof that wormhole travel is being utilized by extraterrestrials. Right. I'm like, you're proving how can you prove okay. that? Okay. So yeah, but uh. They're using the you know traveling along the leather tubes of the cosmic web yeah. to create a giant perimeter around entire star clusters, so literally zillions of fucking you know light years apart or whatever yeah. the fuck it is, um, and stopping any invading bad race from coming. Right, in. right. But then the whole se- last half of the of the movie is about the bad races trying to turn you from the good race of aliens and all this yeah, yeah, yeah. shit. And so. e- everything about us with these people is like an experiment, an experiment. Yes. Everything's ascended above us, and we're just yes. some experiment. And it's like... The whole middle segment, okay. the first segment's like, again, it's not much that you haven't seen on ancient aliens. It's just their take on it. Yeah. So um, the middle act, act two, is let's just throw a bunch of other people now who are doing similar work to expand right. consciousness and spirituality and have experienced, what do they keep calling it? Um, they keep, they don't use the word extra dimensional, but they keep saying uh, we're a three, a, th- a third level or three depth 
expert people. Right, right, and right. we we are we we've been communicating with six depth peoples or whatever. Right, so right, again, right. aliens that have evolved and well, understood. they want to be called space something because one guy's like they don't like extraterrestrial. Uh, they like a uh, space stellar or stellar creatures or something. Stellar societies. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they don't like being called yeah extraterrestrials. They're yeah. stellar societies. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> guy with like a disgustingly perfect trim beard. That is that is something that like irks me so hard is when. People, it's the people that mention this level of craziness, and not in that that they're crazy, but like this level of huge existential Le- yeah. shit. Yeah, and they and they chuckle while they do it. I mean, I mean, because you know these are the avians, right? Yeah. I mean, we're talking about the avians here, and yeah. it's just like we all know what are you talking about? You, right. Like this is how you know that they're this literally exists to preach their own choir. Yeah, they don't probably actually care about bringing it to new people. They might think they do, but yeah. They just want to sell it, right? So, I mean, this is where I'm getting cynical about it, but yeah. I'm just like, you got these fucking people that casually laugh about this stuff. And again, people that have been through huge, again, even if it's not a fucking a probing, right? Even if they're not getting raped by yeah, aliens yeah. or something, you're getting kidnapped. You're finding out aliens are real. Yeah. You're finding out they- Your they, reality they, is not what you think Completely it is. wrong. And and that you, there's these, these entities that could fucking destroy the world in a second and whatever- because of their technology and whatever, it's like, yeah, you don't come back from that going. I mean, yeah, I just hang out there now, and it's it's just become commonplace and whatever. Yeah. It's pretty cool, and you know, I was abducted as a six year old, trained to be right. fucking Black Widow, basically, yeah. and 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 fucking take lunar crafts to fucking deep underground, right. you know, miles long caves and fucking facilities yeah. and shit you know, like I that. Up Flossen's Paradise, you know, right? It's nice. I played Mass Effect. Okay, I mean, okay. there's like there's like the, the classic like eight races, you know, and yeah. and uh, I don't know. It's it's fucking weird. Like yeah. so. Anyway, the whole second thing is like it focuses a lot on this weird group called the fuck. What was it? It's like Ecti or something. It was like the like empathetic contact intelligence mm-hmm. troop or some fucking thing. And uh, it's just th- this is where it's basically like. Here's other people doing the efforts we're doing, and they're basically what seems like a bunch of hippies that go up to a mountain because the guy that runs it is being interviewed, and he sounds like everything's rehearsed, and uh, this isn't real. This is the this is the pitch that he has yeah. come up for this thing is that he saw a vision of a mountain, said, "I'm going to go to that mountain and start this group so we can all just come together, right? And come together, yes. uh, come together and talk about and experience aliens." UFO sightings yeah. while having an open forum. To- now, fine, whatever. You want an open forum, everyone should be able to talk to, you know, right. an open forum or peers or whatever, that's fine. But the people they choose, this is where we get like this super hyper, not that he's hyper Australian, I mean he is, but he's a hyper Australian guy. Right. And he introduced himself. Now I'm Australian, and I'm going and doing yeah. this, and I've been having events my whole life with with right. contact events my whole life, my entire life. I've been having events and talking to these people and talking to these blue liquid light beings and talking yeah. to these kinds of beings and these kind. And it's just like he sounds like he is again. None of these people sound like bashing their head against a wall crazy, right? But they sound obsessive, yeah. hyper obsessive, right? And when most of the time when that happens, you know. As someone who's very empathetic myself, and Steve is too, like you go, what happened in your life that right. led you to be obsessed about anything? That le- if it's right, aliens right. and, and sh- whatever, if it's like, you know, Matt's your Marie Matt's brother's obsessed with fishing, but that says he yeah, has yeah. Aspergers and stuff. Right, but right. like, but like, what what is the reason for this? Why are you so obsessive? And again, yeah. not that I don't believe all these people that things happen to them, but and and to, yeah. again, totally fair. These people at least seem like they're just 
Like if this is a documentary of just these people, I go, okay, yeah. whatever. I can weigh their their you know legitimacy versus the others or whatever. Um, but that's not what this is. They're being right. used here as like a marketing tool to go see right. all these other groups exist that are doing this too. Yeah. And well, and then there's like video of all these ships yeah, flying yeah. around too. Yes. And classic like yeah. double rainbow style reactions from all the people yeah. in the background of these night vision videos where you're seeing these lights flash in the yeah. sky and stuff. Oh my God. Thank you for coming. Right, ah! right. And I'm like, Oh, that's where I'm like, shut the fuck up again. Be what I don't like about it, and this is my old antisocial self, yeah. they're acting like they have special best friends already, yeah. that they know everything, something more than everyone else does, and that's where I'm like, why don't you take it down a peg, and why don't you act like a normal human who would be in awe of this, but it's just, it's all, that's the chuckle thing too. It's so old hat for them. Right, right. This has just been my life. It's been ghosts yeah. and aliens, and that's what irked me about Elizabeth Wilcox's whole fucking thing. Right. Was the casualness of it all. always had this part of it. So. I've always been a superhero. Yeah, yeah. Um, they do talk about that in this second act, too, right. is how, of course, Corey Good and Wilcox and these people, they're all chosen. Creepy FBI guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 John DeSuta. Right. Um, who is, doesn't look like he's ever been in the FBI. He probably has, I guess, but he looks like a middle-aged latin gay man who has feathered dyed hair in a very specific like hairdo it's insane right or john d'souza sorry not d'souza right. um who's been mentioned by a lot of ancient say, astronaut theorists D'Souza, before. i feel like that's a common name i think he's been on ancient aliens at least once right. or twice uh wilcock definitely quotes him a lot on okay. twitter and things john d'souza himself has say, reports and experiences yeah, saying yeah. da 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 and so, not to be used with John Podesta, right. who was, you know, Hillary's campaign manager and apparently behind the Pizzagate cover-ups and shit like that. Right, but right. that's where Wilcox's like, I'm not going to be on Ancient Aliens anymore or this season because they had him on. So, yeah. anyway, uh, D'Souza's on and talks about, you know, the fucking Indigo kids that somehow predi- collectively predicted 9-11 was going to happen. And then, but he is doing the ultimate, which probably why you mentioned him, doing the ultimate laughing and just like, I mean, this is what was going on. I'm right, just like... Right the fuck and i i mean i've never i've never met a bunch of fbi agents but seeing them on the news and whatever for many years it's like yeah. i don't think they act like you yeah that you seem like casual about alien and it's more cia that would deal with right aliens you seem like FBI, a showman but, you don't yeah. seem like a former agent of any law enforcement right, of right. any kind so anyway very weird but um yeah this whole segment this is this is the beginning and the the first act and third act at least have some sort of through line the middle of this documentary, this act two is terrible. Right, right. It's just, here's a bunch of people that believe in this. Here's what they're saying. Uh, we get a fucking guy from the Micmac tribe, which is right. a Canadian Indian tribe, who, like, just his five-minute soliloquy alone, and then cutting over to uh, a, a a Maori, the king of the, the Raven tribe of the Maori, you know, indigenous peoples of, of Australia, they're talking about, they go into the DNA farming of everything mm-hmm. and literally again nothing that hasn't been on ancient aliens but they're going so specific to the point where like the Maori guys like under you know the the seven classes of aliens so they had uh, you know seven seven types of DNA and then they yeah. added five subtones of DNA like right, music right. you know there's seven and five and so they had to make it so they could interbreed and I'm like it got so fucking insane and messy it's like this is where when you're making, even if you're making a movie and not a documentary, but you're making a documentary style movie, 
you have to edit the fucking thing. You right, have right. to you have to have storyboards and beats still of like right. you get you just the difference is you get the footage first, right. then you make the beats and figure it all out right, later. Right. That's well, it's even like social media, like yeah, people like brands and influencers and all that bullshit. Yeah. Like oh yeah, the that's all sure. scripted. Right. Even at a live concert, you can be like, okay, they're gonna play this song. I'm gonna get this thing. This right. this, this, and you storyboard it, and then you go get it, exactly, and then you clip it together. Right. Where again, like to your point, it's like. You're filming this. You should just know what you should be getting and right. how to craft it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, then they kept bring on what they call influencers. influencer. There was three men on this thing that one of whom was on a lot, and the I think he, hit, he was yeah. at Alien Con, I think, oh. and, or and or, or Contact too. But he he introduces he himself like as influencer and journalist, and, and and then there's two other guys at the end that are there for no reason. Yeah. They're doing like stoner brewery talk or something yeah. to each other. It seems like I'm like, why are we watching this? But yeah. um, I was I made the point to Steve. I was like, influencer and journalist are should be two diametrically opposed concepts and yeah. jobs because a journalist job is to do the opposite of influencing. They're supposed to be there to report the news. Yeah, and obviously these guys are the sign of changing times where. The news is someone's opinion about the right, news, right, not right. the news. You know, yeah. so not the um, facts. Yes, exactly. So. Very weird, and he seems. I mean, I made the joke that he seems like a fucking pedophile or something, but he was like Jason Martell Jr., just like, yeah, yeah. you know. And I believe that these things will start happening if we could only do that. Like, the strange thing about so many of these talking head segments are they are these huge emotional appeals to things, but spoken like a fucking robot, which right. is that's the weird pedophileness of it, where it's yeah. like, oh, come on, son. Why don't you just come here and I, you know, I'll help you teach you how to wipe your butt or like wash right, your right, penis right. or something. And it's just like all this weird. <laughs> Again, all the creepy yeah, like, right, yeah. you know, you know. Oh, yeah. I have some candy over here. You yes. like candy, don't you? It's yes. just all this like separate boy, right? Separating the emotional self so that you don't yeah. feel the guilt for this horrendous horrible, act, which I yeah. guess actually goes into maybe these guys are narcissists and narcissists do that. They separate themselves. From what deep down at their core they know is something wrong, they're doing something wrong, but they have the persona projected outward. Right. So their ego is projected outward to do all the work that they, the sick parts of them, needs to do. Right. right. So um, that seems to be the case when people are so because like the total total different thing, but on the same note, George Norrie, I fucking one thousand percent believe that he believes everything he fucking says yeah. because he is not, he is never going. Uh, uh, I am George Norrie, and I am doing this. And he's like, right. no, this fucking shit's like, like those are yeah. his it's real wild, yeah, his organic real opinions yeah. about something, right? And so, and and you can argue, well, maybe some people just aren't as good on camera or radio. Is it's like, no, that's not the fucking case. I don't care if right. there's a camera in your fucking face. I mean, Dorsch Gorner is is uh, a an anecdotal proof where like right. he for two years is like, I can't, I'm never going to go on the podcast. I'm scared yeah. to talk in front of people. But then as soon as you start talking, he's fine, right? right. As soon as he's yeah, telling yeah. a story about himself, yeah. just totally normal like he talks right, to us, right. you know? So anyway, uh, <laughs> positive vibes for a door. <laughs> uh, but uh, anyway, there isn't much else to act to other than harping on the genetic stuff yeah, and showing a, uh, it sounds mean, but like this parade of freaks that also yeah, agree yeah, with yeah. them, you know? And it's like... Do you guys know that, that maybe this doesn't prove your point very well? To the point of showing this guy who is literally a fucking Judd Apatow level, uh, like sex cult leader, right? Right. <laughs> uh, who is he's like the he's like we're the new world race or something fucking. I guess it's not as like Nazi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just sounding like that, but it's like the 
the new oh the new Earth children or something. Right, right, and so and which like, some of them were blonde hair, blue yes. eyed looking. Were, and he says, "I've been I'm raising and gathering the sons and daughters of of the soil." Yeah, because blah because ascension is coming and this is and all this like whatever. Yeah. So th- they're all just hippies saying we have to you know make sure that the organics are built into the technological and that's how these other aliens ships work is like and they're showing pictures of trees and I'm like you're telling me fucking wood is is making the structure of those fucking ships right, or something right, right, right. and soil and so I'm like okay yeah. but uh, now maybe if they have trees growing in a ship to create the oxygen like whatever I guess yeah, but yeah. maybe I soiled my pants right. <laughs> hmm. uh <laughs> Yeah, the sons and daughters of the soiled pants. Yeah. It's just a poop oh, freak yeah, commune. Exactly. Yeah, and that's how you come. <laughs> or they just do infantilization and diaper fantasy stuff. But uh, <laughs> they don't even know. Again, another fucking Australian guy. There's yeah. like seven of them on yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, they don't even know that, you know, we're all still God's children. Emphasis yeah. on the children. You exactly. Know? We never quite grow past because we never need to grow past that <laughs> point. We never grow pants, really. <laughs> Just diapers. Because you have to think about I mean, a loincloth is easy to make. It's the original diaper. It's whatever. <laughs> but pants, you have to sew them. You have to install buttons. You have to install devices. Crevasses and cracks where <laughs> the shit could get stuck into. I just sound like now. I just sound like Noel Fielding now from the Mighty Boosh and the Great British Break Off. Like, oh, you're going over here. We're talking about. <laughs> Actually, the more his character from the uh, IT, IT crowd, where he's like say, the yeah. goth dude in, right, the, right, right. in his own cave. But oh. uh, <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> there was we've been watching some of the old the some of the uh, IT crowd again. I went back to it too, actually recently, <laughs> and I was like dying when uh, Jen and IT crowd is a British funny show on Netflix right now. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not on; it's old. It's from yeah, like yeah. ten years. But ago, you can but watch it on Netflix. It's all on Netflix now. So yeah. uh, I totally forgot they did like the the weird little se- series finale. Like the proper series finale oh, that was like five right. years after it ended right. or something, uh, but uh, <laughs> there it's the episode where Jen's hosting the dinner party, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, doesn't yeah. want to invite Moss right. and Roy and and um, what the fuck's his name? Noel Fielding's character's yeah, name, yeah, I can't yeah. remember his name, but uh, the goth guy. But he's like, <laughs> he's like, uh, now she's like, would you guys care for a drink? And he's like, oh, I only drink absinthe. And yeah, then she's yeah. like, well, I don't have absinthe. I have. You know, uh, champagne, this, wine, Carlsberg, yeah. which is just a beer. And he goes, oh, Carlsberg, yeah. <laughs> As if that's like a normal substitute for, I'm either or, an absinthe or Carlsberg. Yeah, oh, Carlsberg's good, yeah. <laughs> oh, Carlsberg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like so, very casual. your face. Yeah. <laughs> your really... face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, that second yeah. season is like the most Seinfeldy season of that, where yeah, like yeah. Roy is just this awful person, like Jerry and George right, and all right. them, where they're just manipulating people all the well, time. Well, in the but... first episode of season two, where it's the gay play, yes, I forgot oh, the play is just called gay. Yes, that still <laughs> might be the best overall episode, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, uh, whiskey on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, because I I'll, whenever someone's name is Jen in real life, yeah. I just keep hearing the Scottish dude that's yeah. the maybe gay, maybe not love interest of that episode. Right. He's like, oh, Jane, I'm gay. I'm just gay, Jen. He's like weeping. and yeah. You were kind of masculine looking. <laughs> yeah. so I thought I'd be all right because you look like a man. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so having so much more fun time with the yes. IT <laughs> than this uh This has been IT movie. power hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, IT crowd control. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the act, the third act, ends up really being about so, so what's next? Where are we all going? So what yeah. is Ascension basically? Because Corey Good and Wilcock are, I mean, Ascension is their number one 
goal. thing, yeah. right? You yeah, don't so, want to incarnate again. So once you right. die, exactly. Or maybe you could ascend. No, you're right. Too, that's but. that's a good point because yeah, to wrap up the, a very complicated third act as well, humans reincarnate and are trapped in a cycle of reincarnation, yeah. which a lot of religions talk about. Yeah. And the goal of ascension is to break out of that. Now, the interest, the very weird, interesting thing about this, which is kind of a could be like the plot of a sci-fi movie or game, is that. Corey Good and David Wilcock and many others, I'm assuming, say that this solar flare is caused by what they call a galactic wave of energy. And a galactic wave of energy literally moves from solar system to solar system. And Corey Good proves, so he describes the properties of a galactic wave, which are very important. Because literally a galactic wave is what creates heaven and hell in your mind, which I'll get to that. I'll try to wrap all that up. But like, so he... He is describing the properties of a galactic wave because of what he learned from aliens only he met with. So, yeah. again, all based off his own kind of cult leader-y status in this. As the so- he's the source of truth for all this, right? He says a galactic wave, according to the Blue Avians and the Tiamat and Mark Duke, what Mars people, they, they had uh, ships that they sent out to like the edge of their you know, fucking border ring of protection or whatever yeah. in the cosmic web. To to and sometimes this you know galact- these galactic waves were floating around solar systems and whatever and there are these giant they said it's a giant cloud of all types of energy I'm like well great isn't that convenient that whatever energy is out there it's probably there yeah. so um, not sure how that works not sure how all types of energy can exist in one giant cloud but whatever yeah, yeah. Um, and and said that the scout ships that were out there doing whatever reported that. When this galactic wave p- passed through them, the naturally good aliens on the ship all blissed out. That's his word. They all blissed out and felt right. really great and, and felt a connection to everything and whatever. The bad ones went into um, cosmic madness. And so they basically they started freaking out and doing horrible atrocities and things like that. So this is very like event horizon shit, right? Yeah. Like there's a dimension of in, of pure evil and like mm-hmm. all, and that's what hell is and blah blah blah. Yeah. So because the good attracts good and the negative is negative. And it did, yeah. yeah. This does go back to quantum theory, quantum entanglement, where yeah. like quantum quantum proper a quantum computer like our mind, which again right. that all of this has ties to how theoretically mathematically this could all be true, right? right? Um, but uh, so anyway, that is so the galactic wave is now coming for the sun and that's what's going to cause the sun to do the big solar flash again right which is going to be the apocalypse but the apocalypse isn't bad it's just that galactic wave coming through and if you are good like jesus said if you are kind and forgiving and empathetic compassionate whatever it won't affect you in a bad way right if you are bad it will affect you in a bad way it won't allow your mind your consciousness to be free of your corporeal form and become one with everything and move on and evolve. It, even though if these aliens are all involved, why are only some of the aliens incorporeal right. light beings and some are just physical flesh? Be- like, I don't right. get it. So and that's the test. And why are they coming back to test themselves? Because, because yeah. then they said, uh, David Wilcox, like, so I always get asked, you know, what happens to the ones that aren't ready for this rapture? You know, like that's what like the Christian Bible is describing the rapture is this galactic wave passing through Earth right. or our solar system causing all these consciousness effects. Uh, and he says, well, 
there, you know, I have inside sources and good authority that they will benevolently, uh, benevolently be taken to another Earth-like planet that has been prepared for them to try it all over, basically to right. try it all over again, right. like go back into the like cycle of rebirth, twenty-five thousand year or whatever. Exactly yeah. right, and so it's just like, and now yeah, that was a big thing too, is that twenty-five thousand years seems to be the clock of these solar right. waves. But I'm like. But also, I thought these were these like, random galactic waves of energy, and like yeah. I'm like, okay. and why is our sun so important? And if right. it's going <laughs> to get blown up, then why is there already other planets waiting right. for us? I don't. Yeah, know. Yeah, they talked about how now there's a term called micronova, which is right. instead of a supernova, it's just kind of a sloughing off of the outside. It's not the right. whole thing blowing up yeah. and leaving a it, a rounder bread door. Period. Yes, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. Cleaning itself. That yeah. really is what it seems <laughs> like. Um, but uh, yeah, the uterine lining of the yeah. sun. But um, yeah, it's like. I'm, and I'm like, okay, as as if it's real, I guess whatever, cool. But as kind of a science fiction concept, that is kind of cool. Where because they, it's like the Great Flood thing, right? Like the Great Flood has been mentioned in over 250 fucking you know yeah, religions forever. and histories and yeah. whatever around the world. So obviously something happened there. This is like the let's take the apocalypse and make it a scientific thing. Mm-hmm. But then I also immediately was like, well, wait. That literally was the plot of the first five Assassin's Creed games. So you find out that this guy, uh, Destin, that you're, um, is it De- Destin or something like that? Yeah. The main dude that's living in the present mm-hmm. of a, the, the world of Assassin's Creed uh, and the one that goes into the anim- the memory, you know, the, the living memory machine and fucking goes back into all his ancestors and right. that's, that's the game you're Great playing, movie. really. Great yeah. movie. <laughs> um, he, he is trapped by the Illuminati forced to go in these machines because uh, they need to know, only his ancestors know, the assassins know where all the pieces of Eden are, which are these Mm -hmm. advanced pieces of technology that can manipulate the mind of humans um, because they they mix precursor and Anunnaki shit. So there's there's an advanced Atlantean precursor race that enslaved lower... um, They basically did the same thing. They took Homo erectus, Neanderthal, and made a slave race of humans that were just lower than them, even yeah. though them themselves look exactly like humans. Um, not even any taller, just the same size. Yeah, yeah. And they made these pieces of technology that could manipulate them to go do things for them, mine gold or do whatever. And ultimately, though, though that precursor race was wiped out by a massive solar flare, and they kept all of their knowledge in these pieces of Eden, which is why in the world of Assassin's Creed, all of the, you know, Jesus and... You know, I'm sure Hitler, if it ever got to there, whatever. All the, all the world leaders used a piece of Eden, and mm-hmm. especially this was called, like the no, the first one was the Apple of Eden. It was a handheld thing yeah. that could like one was the Spear of Destiny, one was one was the Apple of Eden, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. The Apple of Eden was actually a mind control device that could make anyone. So basically, saying Jesus used this thing to make everyone believe it that he was a Messiah, like so right. very like kind of gnarly stuff. And you find out it's all just precursoration. Right. So, but the big thing is that. In the fourth or fifth game, you get to choose because you're like as you. It's very weird because you throughout all the games, even the newer ones, you can talk to. There's these special secret sites where the precursor race left hyper advanced AI constructs of themselves. Mm-hmm. So even though it's a memory, you can talk to them in real time right, and all right. this shit, and they know that you are in. You're just an avatar for your own genetic memory, and that the real you is in this machine somewhere. Because they they basically through math could figure out all time and space, right? So they could become gods by they still lived on a linear timeline, but they kn- had the knowledge of what right. of what all was going to happen, all the possibility the models yeah. that could happen, right? So um, an artificial multiverse, basically. So uh, 
the main crux of the entire series, which was kind of lame by the, by the by the end of that first kind of arc of it, because it's gone on to be very different now. But uh, was a giant solar flare solar flare happened then and wiped them mostly wiped them out. Only their slave race remained, which was humans, and because uh, they were all in caves and shit mm-hmm. like that. And then you, as the main guy, Destin, have to choose to, for some reason, give up all your life force to create, to start this machine that will create a barrier around the Earth to protect it in 2012 or whenever it's supposed to take place. Because it's all about the the Mayan apocalypse shit, too. Or, and there's two endings of that game. I think it's the fourth one, where it's like, you can either choose to sacrifice yourself and get the good ending, which is that, what, and the canon ending is like the good ending or whatever. Mm -hmm. The bad ending is you survive... The apocalypse happens, but you can choose to be a good messiah-like figure mm. to the new race of survivors or something. Right. And they basically tell you the choice is yours. You can either choose to restart the world, but it'll mean the death of like four Everyone. billion people. Yeah. There'll be like you know ten percent left or something. And so anyway, it was just like. But again, it was the cycle of solar flares thing happening, right, right, which right. was like. So this actually isn't that interesting. They could have literally or got original. it from that game yeah, yeah, yeah. seven years well, the ago. The game probably got it from something else that they've all then gotten it from. Right. The source, the source of all of this ancient yeah, yeah, theory yeah. shit. So, anyway, but yeah. So again, as a as a a weird like living apocalypse kind of thing. You know what I mean? This 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 cloud of galactic energy that fucks with your mind because we're all quantum computers. So which that you know makes sense. Yeah. Um, that's not the unbelievable part. It's just the like, again, how do you fucking know every detail about all these aliens? You're still having contact. How are there no? How are you not catching alien diseases? I, I don't know. It's all this fucking. There's so much things. here, yeah. and it's so much that most of it's uninteresting. Right. You right, know. Right. So I mean, you can watch this for the spectacle, but if you've seen Above Majestic, you're not going to get much out of this. Yeah, and the you know? the poster's a lot more intense. Yeah. Than the whole movie because. <laughs> yes. They showed 9-11, which yeah. made no sense. <laughs> they be- they only talked about that for the Indigo children for which like a is minute. What's also on the cover? Yeah, there's a guy with a bow staff, which yeah. or a bow. I don't. I guess because it's redundant. It's some to weird say staff. Bow staff, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, some sort of staff. Pin that, number. Uh, Sex offender. Yeah, <laughs> me. Sex is always offended. <laughs> Offensive. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's it called? But there's like things like that where it's then a, they it's had a the very, blue avian. Yes, which was it's a very star, it's up. a Star Wars slash Star Trek style movie yeah. poster. Where cover. Wilcox like the head of it and yes. just all creepy and like a the brain hue the five head. Yeah, he's purple. There's a blue avian dude. Corey Good is holding a blue sphere in his hand, like mm. with the, the and there's the sun exploding. There's the elongated skull people. There's yeah. the spheral thing. And then I have I still have no clue who yeah. the Bow Staff guy right. is. Right. Or the King Kong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um they also show footage in this that has been proven to be faked. Mm-hmm. Like the footage of a dead giant with oh, it, right. here's a real Anunnaki mummy. And it's like yeah. you know that a mummy is dehydrated and f- this is literally somehow a perfectly preserved chocolate bunny body of right. a giant with gold crowns right. and shit like and talking that. about how native americans hunted the giants and because they ate they thing. ate them and stuff like yeah. that i'm like oh my and like why would why would an advanced race of aliens eat human beings well and they were like they didn't even know if the the giants could communicate and right. how smart they were and God. all these things but yeah that was a whole yeah they were like part shitty parts of the genetic experiments right, or right. whatever and i'm just like oh my god dude yeah. but yeah this this was very controlled obviously by Corey good so yeah. I guess if you're a Corey Good guy and you yeah. fucking love his shit, this is like a fucking wet dream for you. Right. But um, it was interesting that this this actually, despite way more camera time, 
it didn't seem like Wilcox's movie as much. Right. It seemed like Corey Good's movie. Like you could feel him behind the yeah, scenes yeah. of everything. But Above Majestic very much seemed like Wilcox, even right, though Corey right. Good did co-write that with him too. Right. So right, right, right. Um, it also seemed weird too. Like Wilcox seemed tired, and yeah. again, skinny. well, there's one scene where he like is face the mic and it looks like he's like hung over. <laughs> yes. He's all like uh, he's almost gonna pass out yeah. or something. Like, you know. The they do show that funny gravity test on a on an Asian man. Oh yeah. Uh, where it's it's like a close up of his face and they're just doing probably you know adding Some as many G. G's yeah. to whatever. But um, that's the other thing too is like the fucking Australian guy and all the New Zealand. He's like. He's like you know, we don't actually know about gravity, and until we understand gravity, we don't know any of this shit. And so it's like, so you're having a whole movie trying to encourage people to dictate their life a certain way, yeah. Based off of none of this makes sense. Will really make sense until we understand gravity right, too. Right. It's like, okay, right. so intergalactic, huh? Yeah. When you're <laughs> when you're so self indulgent, you know, no matter what. Again, like like Christopher Nolan, right? Like he's he's. I guess self indul you can feel him all over his movies in a good way. Right. Because he's his self indulgence is quality, don't waste any fucking meat on this animal. Everything has to be meaningful for right. some other for every scene has to add up to something else, every line of yeah, dialogue, yeah. every he doesn't waste anything, right? That's yeah. an, but this is like let me just I don't think I am, but because my life has become its own jerk off fest. Right. That and, and my friends and I we all jerk each other <laughs> off and bathe in our fucking uh, cum. Yeah. We have uh, coconut oil. We got all kinds of yeah. lubricants, and we tell it. Yeah. We tell each other that our cum tastes delicious and yeah. whatever, and it doesn't hurt our eyes when right. it's in there. And uh, but they're literally just bathed in it. And so yeah. I'm actually, I'm not excited to watch it, but I am excited to experience whatever's next from them. Yeah, because I just want to see how much deeper, how consistent this stuff is. Yes, and how much, how much more their narcissism just keeps right, growing, right, right. project by project. And I mean, Wilcock even recently, like fucking. I'll read the tweet. Very cryptic, very annoying. Because he's not on Netflix. He's not on these other things, which right. he wishes he probably was. Um, he goes, uh, oh, he also tweeted a few days ago, too. Uh, check out my new there. new pinned tweet. Check out my new free and very timely full-length movie, which Joey and Steve might have to watch that next month. Secret Space Programs, colon, declassified in 2020. Uh, Pete Peterson's final interview before he was taken out. Oh. This is guaranteed to blow your mind. Um, so it's on YouTube. Maybe we'll have to watch that too. Yeah. But uh, he has this cryptic tweet there uh, two days ago. There are not enough euphemisms to explain how we are feeling today. If you want to know more, you'll have to ask my friends. And everyone's like, oh, it was impeachment day. So you're talking about impeachment. Uh, Corey Good, official account, says, hmm, I bet I could guess, laughing face. Uh, uh, someone goes, is Elizabeth pregnant? Or are you just, well, peach mint, or like whatever? And he goes, definitely not pregnant. Due to the dangers of my profession, I chose years ago not to have children. So, again, that is the level of how fucking yeah. special he thinks he is. Right. Um, and, I mean, it's like, dude, even if the if the people you believe exist, exist in the way you believe they think they do, You'd be you dead. would be dead yeah. already. You right. wouldn't be allowed to output this kind of shit. Right. And they're laughing at you. Right. If, if they exist the way they are, they're laughing at you. Right. You know, right. so right. that's the sad thing. And again, it's not about, it's not that any of the concepts on this couldn't be true or, or even interesting, but yeah. they're just presented in such a terrible way. This actually made me crave a Jeremy Corbell film right. Right. over this because yeah, at yeah, least yeah. that's a little self indulgent, but a little bit. It's not like, right. I'm all, I mean, the fucking last movie, the Skinwalker Ranch one was kind of yeah. indulgent. But, um, well, the one with uh, 
Bobbles are, where he's like, yes, in the red with Mickey Rourke and calling. Yes. Yeah, that one's like kind of that a, was even bit worse, of a jerk yeah. off. So we'll but see. Yeah, yeah. But at least he seems like just yeah. kind of a dickhead, not well, a complete cult leader, right? In the making, yet. you know. So, uh, well, his famous person is. Um, Corey Feldman, yes, where Wilcox is Steven Corey, Tyler, yeah. it's, and Corey. Now, what about it's there's there's something with these Corys, right? Yeah. Now, Corey Haim, taken out, done. Last interview <laughs> before he was taken out. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. What was that show he and Feldman were on? Was it the Corys or something? Or oh, maybe yeah, yeah like so, like a reality kind of yes, show where they it was like one or two seasons before some Corey Haim died, died. Yeah. Uh, overdose. But uh, yeah, again, that is also overdose crazy. Just enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> depending on his goals yeah uh no that is crazy because in you could ask anyone from you know 15 20 years ago which one's gonna die first and you right, would have right. totally said Corey feldman, feldman you know yeah, yeah, but yeah. anyway um but uh anyway yeah i think i think that's enough i mean this is 4.99 on amazon to rent if you want to yeah, buy god forbid i guess you can buy it for like 18 bucks whatever right. it said but um I also would encourage you to find a fucking bootleg on YouTube or something because yeah. this doesn't really deserve your money. Um, well, and is, maybe since that one's free on YouTube, we can get away with the talk over Patreon. That yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't think he's gonna copyright strike it, right. but but uh, but yeah, because I mean, yeah, this kind of this actually, I don't know if it would have been very good to do with the commentary because right, right, it was just so all over the place. We would have it would have been us just going, wait, what? Like yeah, trying yeah. to follow the through line while talking right, right, and this. It also would have been four hours long because yeah. this was two hours and yeah, ten minutes. Exactly. So, anyway, but uh, yeah, the uh, the cosmic secret is anything but because everything in this. I mean, again, this is also, <laughs> funnily enough, this is a ripoff of the book The Secret, which right. is the power of positive thinking can yeah. literally literally change your life in a positive way. Yeah. Which Travis Taylor then said, well, yeah, it's because of quantum entanglement. Yeah, Qua yeah. Your, your brain's a quantum. That's not why the secret was called that. Right. But just how much the secret is now, you know, a very successful book that a bunch of people read. The cosmic secret is literally right. just here's our version of this that's only slightly tweaked and just pulls in alien factoids and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, but uh, yeah, the cosmic secret is not very good. Um, and, and if you, you want to watch it, it I, I would, would skip, skip around, around quite a bit because everything's repeated about 30 times. So, yeah. uh, other, other than, than that, that, thank you for your patronage. We can't tell you how much we appreciate you guys supporting us. Uh, you guys are, you know, paying for things like our tickets to contact in the desert and we'll do other events and stuff. Um, maybe some new chairs that we can be more comfortable to record more. Of. So, uh, which means just duct tape and a dildo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but other than that, thank you very much again for my face. <laughs> Love, Love you guys, guys, appreciate you, and we will prolapse with you later. Bye.